Welcome back to Riot Underground. You found the place where instigators are changing the world with disruptive technology. I'm Sarah Glova, and in this episode, we're back with Amber Cobb discussing her twisty path into a career in tech. Not only is she open about the curious path that led her to her role in testing and certification, she also shares some of the things she's experienced along the way and offers advice for others who are going into a career in tech. So let's jump in. Amber, do you mind telling me how you arrived at TubeSuit? That's an interesting story, I guess. Um, so I started my career in the regulatory world, just kind of dumb luck. I finished college, got a degree in English, thought I wanted to be a teacher, and got into the classroom and decided I did not want to be a teacher. So I moved to Baltimore, applied to a bunch of companies, and the one that hired me was a test lab. And so I spent 13 years with them, learning the industry, doing different jobs within the company, I guess really making my name for myself there. And somebody at Tuve noticed, and they brought me on about a year and a half ago. That's great. And that's how I got it too. Yeah. I love the career journeys that take kind of interesting it's, twists yeah. and turns. And so when you started in Baltimore in that first testing lab, how much did you know about that testing world beforehand? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. And their training program there was, here's your computer, here's your phone, here's a pad and a pen. Good luck. Wow. So it was real on the job training. It was just learning as I went. And uh, I mean, I thought that maybe was the best way because mm-hmm. it forced me to take a real initiative in learning everything and constantly reading, which has helped me now because every day things are changing. Every day a standard is being Mm. revised or a new regulation is coming out. And so it's part of my job to be on top of that. And part of it is to learn it all. And is there anything else we can be doing? I mean, what do you do to follow these changes and to stay in touch? Networking. Mm. Networking is the best thing that you can do in our industry. Every company has a different insight. Every person knows something a little bit different. So just really getting out there and talking to each other, hearing opinions. Maybe somebody read some kind of study that you didn't. It's so important. And learning how to learn is Mm, maybe the most important thing. So what do you mean? I mean, college obviously is not for everybody. We know that. But the ability to sit in a classroom and listen, really, truly listen, absorb the information and be able to disseminate it. That's learning. That's what you need to be able to do to be successful in any industry, but especially in the tech world. And that ability to learn. We've talked already today about how quickly things are learning, how the standards do their best to keep up, but that the tech changes faster than they can. It's going to change. It's not a question. It's yeah. going to change. It's just when. So- I was talking to uh, someone the other day who's very young. She's just finishing up her last year of school, and she's really dedicated to her career path, which is accounting. And her and I are having this conversation, and I said to her, I love that you're so committed to it. I think it's going to be a great career for you, but don't be surprised if you get out there and you discover it really isn't. But life has an interesting way of presenting different opportunities to you. And just having that that basic skill of communication for me was was my most marketable skill when I got out there is being able to communicate well, being able to write well. It's just surprising what you can get out of a college degree that has absolutely nothing to do with what you thought it was going to. Okay. Good communication skills, readiness to learn, open to different career paths. Bam. Those three things, and anyone can be in tech. I love <laughs> Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I love it. Absolutely. That's great. Tech is for everyone. Tech is for everyone. Great. Okay, a couple more questions about the tech community. Yep. Um, I have to ask an obvious one. Luckily, we're being assisted today by Riot's wonderful intern, Maggie. Yay, Maggie. Yay, Maggie. And I'm here and you're here, which makes three women in the room in Riot Labs talking about disruptive tech. 
What's your experience been like being a female in tech? <laughs> it's been challenging. Um, I remember coming into the first company I worked for and maybe being one of five in a company of 100 people. One of the five was an engineer. Mm. So it's pretty scary, mm-hmm. honestly. But since then, it's just been amazing to watch women take a bigger role in technology mm-hmm. in across all different types of jobs. CEOs, mm-hmm. designers, engineers. And the landscape is really changing. It is. It's so empowering. It's so impactful. And for the first time, I work for a woman. And I love it. That's she is wonderful. amazing. Karen Grantham, you're awesome. <laughs> I'm not just saying that. It's it's true. And she, she's been in the industry longer than I have. She knows it like the back of her hand. Mm-hmm. And she's there to help me do my job better. And she's there to help our customers, which is fantastic. That's wonderful. It's, it's a man's world, or it was, mm-hmm. technology. And we're working to change that. Yeah, and we're seeing it change. I mean, we're seeing lots and lots of participation from women, lots of participation mm-hmm. from minorities in Riot, and we're really excited to help promote diversity in what we do. Um, something we like to say is it's difficult to be what you can't see. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And so making sure that, you know, no matter what community you're from, you can see an example of what you want to be and that that example looks like you. Because that makes it easier for you to envision where you want to be. Absolutely. Did you have some early mentors that you were able to look at and see as you were kind of going through transitioning into this career in tech? I mean, honestly, no. No, Mm -hmm. I didn't. I didn't have anybody in this world that looked like me that was doing Mm -hmm. what I was trying to do. Now, I hope that for somebody just coming into this industry, they have good examples out there and they're able to model their career after what we've all sort of paved the way to do. Yeah. What advice do you have for that group? Learn. Learn Mm. as much as you possibly can. The more you know, the better you'll be. You kind of said you were learning on the go as you were in that first career and testing. What, What kind of things were you doing? What do you still do to try to stay on top of the tech? Stay on top of different trade journals, every type of technology that's out there. Try to keep a little bit of it available for yourself to read. Ask questions. That's maybe something I should have mentioned first is ask questions. Don't be afraid if you don't understand something to say to a design engineer, I don't understand what you're doing. Can you explain it to me? Mm-hmm. Or a test engineer, why are you testing for that? What does that matter? Ask those questions. That's the only way you're going to understand the inner workings of, of this industry is, is by asking the questions. But keep keep learning, keep reading, talk to people, mm-hmm. figure out what's going on. And yeah, I mean, that's that's really it. That's great. And anything you're reading right now that you found to be helpful, and, and I could say just in the last couple of years, anything Absolutely been really helpful? Not. <laughs> no, but only <laughs> only because I have a two and a half year old and a nine month old. Yeah, reading is a luxury. It's only done at work. Mm-hmm. Um, Fortunately, my 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 leisure reading is is really in that sort of realm of books. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I hope to get back to being able to do it soon. No, that's great. So we were kind of talking about how. You know, you transitioned into tech mm-hmm. from another field. Yep. Maybe there weren't necessarily people who we say that looked like you. We talk about you want to it's easier to be what you can see and you mm-hmm. want to see those examples in front of you. And so as we're working to grow that community, how do you stay involved and make sure that you're available to that kind of next generation coming up into the workforce or does your organization my team, we try to make ourselves available to everyone that's coming on board at Tuve. We don't have any type of formal mentorship program there, but it's sort of an unwritten rule. We help each other. It's it's how we're successful. In the community here locally, I try to set aside a part of my day every day for people who just have questions that might not need 
billable work who might just need some advice, some help, and make myself available in that way. And being involved with Riot, obviously, is is maybe the biggest thing that I do. And you mentioned um, it's a community that helps one another at, at Tufsud. Something we also love to talk about are the people who help along the way. And so when I think back in my career, I had a lot of individuals who helped me by speaking up for me. So it can be difficult as a female in tech when you feel like maybe the people in the room aren't being supportive. And sometimes mm-hmm. the best thing to happen is for someone to speak up for you. Absolutely. We have to fight our own battles, I know, but those people who stand up and kind of amplify the voice that we're trying to project. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that in your career? Have you had good support? Yeah, definitely. Um, there's been times where someone maybe at the same level of I have has you know, stood up and said, hey, you need to really pay attention to what she's saying or what she's doing. When everybody else in the room was discarding it, reason being because I was female, I don't know, but you know, sometimes it feels that way. So it's important that we're there standing up for each other all the time. And now with Tuve, Tuve is an amazing company and I can't say that enough. It's everyone. We have this company culture right now that we're trying to really, really promote one Tuve suit. And it's something we live every day. And that means that we're there for each other. We're helping out. We're one company. And it's it's really important. So that's maybe something that we can take away. You know, no matter who you are in tech, there is a role to be supporting. Absolutely. So, you know, we talk a lot about I mean, more women, more diversity, more people of color. And so if you're in a community wanting to support those communities, just knowing that amplifying those other voices is helpful. Yeah, absolutely. Don't always focus on yourself. Be willing to share that someone else might have a better idea and stand up for that. And if you see somebody not being treated the way that you would want to be treated, speak up about it. It's important. Well, thank you so much for being a part of the Riot community. I've learned so much from the Lunch and Learns that you've been involved with. And I find Suit fascinating. I think the fact that it is a company that's been around for so long. Yeah. And even though the tech has obviously changed. I don't mm-hmm. think they do inspections of the same equipment that no, they started not, with. Not steam boilers not anymore. Steam no. So the tech has obviously changed, but their mission of product safety has been consistent Absolutely. since mid-1800s. Yeah, we evolve what we do, but essentially we're there to make sure that everyone is safe. And we appreciate you being in the Riot community. A big part of the Riot community is collaboration. We like to say IoT can't happen under one vertical. It's not just hardware. Not just software, not just data, not just networking, not just computing. All these things have to come together under the IoT umbrella. And that's very true for disruptive technologies that we're seeing. And it's very true for the Riot community. Can't do it all alone. Absolutely. So we really value people like you who are willing to share your time and expertise with us. And we look forward to more exciting events. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. Thanks for tuning in to Riot Underground, the place where you hear from instigators who are changing the world with disruptive technology. A big thank you to Amber Cobb for joining us. And in our next episode, you'll hear from Jamel Eugene, co-founder of Grippers, and his story of going from college athlete to all-star entrepreneur. You don't want to miss it. Hey, y'all. Caroline Griffin here, dropping in to say thanks for listening. And if you have any questions for Riot, send me a note. You can reach me at caroline at ncriot.org. This Riot Underground podcast is created and produced by Riot Studios with music by Scott Jackson. Riot is a nonprofit focused on economic development through the Internet of Things or IoT. We produce events, conferences, and educational courses around the world. And we run an early stage startup accelerator out of Riot Labs in Raleigh, North Carolina. Our nonprofit also operates a wireless test and certification facility under the Wireless Research Center brand. 
Learn how to engage by visiting us at ncriot.org. 